the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. You know, we've had an incredible week on the radio. You know, we've been joined by a lot of graduating team members from Team 226. And and I want you to know, when I do bring on people who have graduated from my training, it's not so you can just listen to people who have graduated from my training. It's to give you hope. It's to give you hope that no matter where your life is at, you can change. It's to give you hope that no matter what has been the story up until now, you can change the story. You can scratch the CD. You can break the LP. You can pull on the 8-track. Because in 30 years of working with people, and you've heard me say this over and over if you've listened to this radio show, but everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And whenever I talk about belief systems, to help you understand the, the deep intrinsic value and the, the control they have, I like to share a story. And it always reminds me of a story of a Japanese soldier. And now, story time with Mr. Black. You know, during World War II, um, we lost control of the Philippines. And a lot of people don't know, but the Philippines are are hundreds, I think actually thousands. I think there's something like 7,000 islands in the Philippines. And you got your mainland and then a whole bunch of other little islands. And during World War II, the the Japanese had controlled the Philippines for a little while. And that's where MacArthur's famous line of, you know, I'll be back comes from. And so what the Japanese did is you got the Philippines has made up this main island and then there's a whole bunch of other islands and most of them at the time were were unpopulated. They didn't have people on them. And so what the Japanese would do is they would plant soldiers on these islands that were farther away from the mainland. The theory being uh, they knew the Allies would come back and to take the Philippines, or at least attempt to take the Philippines. And if they had soldiers planning on the far-off islands, what they could do is, as they could see the, the Allies coming, they could radio into the mainland and prepare for the ensuing battle. And so uh, after the war had ended, um, some of these islands that before were unpopulated started becoming populated. And they started doing ag and farming. And one of these islands, uh, they started getting some reports. They started getting some reports of uh, animals being killed and actually people being killed. Uh, and, And they could not figure out what was going on. The Philippines government was stunned that they couldn't believe that a Filipino would be hiding out and assaulting people, killing people, killing farm animals. 
And so they did some research and they put some law enforcement on it to figure out what was going on. And here's what they figured out, that there was still a Japanese soldier on that island. And what they did is they wanted to get word to this soldier, and they did everything they could. They they dropped leaflets in there. They actually found out who this guy was, uh, and they actually sent in some people from his background, some military people he had dealt with uh, from his background, and, to talk to this guy. But this soldier believed that the war was still going on. He thought it was propaganda. He thought it was being messed with. See, he was given strict orders to defend that island. And so he was doing what a good soldier does. He was keeping his commitment based on the orders that he was given. And so they figured uh, they were going to have to take this guy out. He was a threat. He was psychotic. He was killing people. He was a threat to everybody. And so the Japanese government convinced the Philippines government, listen, give us one last chance. Let us do what we can to get this guy out of there. And so what they did is they took a World War II aircraft, the, the, the government of Japan, and they anchored it off the coast of that island and kept it out there uh, for a couple weeks. See, they knew this soldier was a good soldier, and he would do his recon and identify it. And after keeping that, that ship out there for a while... What they did then is they got a retired uh, World War II era officer, put him in his uniform of the time, and they sent him ashore. And I don't know all the details, but there's an elaborate tea ceremony where uh, he laid out this tea set on the beach, and he, he sat with his, uh, with his back to the ocean, and in front of him was all this thicket, this bushes, this jungle, if you will. And I don't remember, I read it years ago, but the story was he sat there for a a couple of hours. And after a while, through the thicket, through the bush, through the the trees, that comes this Japanese soldier, still in uniform, tattered as it was, but still in uniform. And they went ahead and brought this soldier back to Japan. Now, in Japan, you got to know what they did to him. They didn't put him in jail. They didn't put him in a psych ward. Uh, They didn't cut up his brain and do experiments on him like Planet of the Apes, something like that. What they did is they made him a national hero, that he never had to work another day of his life. He was a a ward of the state in a good way. Everything, all his needs was provided for. See, what the Japanese government did to that soldier is something I did to myself for two years— The Japanese government looked that soldier in the eyes and said, well done, soldier, but the war is over. Well done, soldier, but the war is over. And for those that know me, know I I had a very traumatic childhood, a lot of abuse, an alcoholic father who beat on me, who, who told me I wasn't this and I wasn't that. You know, he wasn't my biological father, uh, and so, of course, he was probably envious and jealous. Uh, you know, my mom loved me, uh, and I was, I hate to say this, it caused a lot of pain, but I was her favorite. I was her Joseph with Jacob. I was her favorite. And so it did not go well with my brothers and sisters knowing uh, that I was mom's favorite of the five. And so, but I had so much pain, so much hurt, uh, still living in that uh, violent environment that for about two years, I would daily look myself in the mirror and say, well done, soldier, but the war's over. Well done, soldier, but the war's over. You see, a soldier's given orders, 
And those orders are based on the reality that we're at war. And there are rules of war, rules of engagement, rules of conflict. And what happens is we create this belief system similar to those, that structure of rules. And if you think about it, Dr. Adler says by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And so think about this for a lot of people. Uh, there's trauma. There's drama in their childhood. Uh, not everybody's had a great childhood. And so what we have to do is put together belief systems, put together strategies to survive, to get through uh, that, that time that we call them family of origin issues. And those that create a structure belief system. Because by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. And so these belief systems dictate everything we do or do not do. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And the problem is the belief systems that are in place in most people's lives are the belief systems that were put in place when they were younger, when they didn't have control, when different people were calling the shots. The problem is you're not a six-year-old child anymore. You're not a 16-year-old girl anymore. You're not a 21-year-old man anymore. And yet we're still running the same program. And that's why one of the ways, if you're going to do real change, lasting change, you've got to scratch those CDs, those programs that have been playing for a long time. For some of you, it's been playing a lot longer. you got some vinyl going on. you got to break that LP. And I hate to date some of you, but let's be honest. Some of you, it's been playing so long, you got an 8-track playing. And you got to pull on that 8-track because when you pull on that tape, we all know that homie don't play that. And so that's what I do in my training, Leadership Awakening. That's what I do on this radio show is I go ahead and take a look at those beliefs that are in place that are getting us what we're getting and start making you realize, well done, soldier, but the war's over. So I'm black today on Like It Matters Radio. We are talking about change is BS. And we're going to be joined by some graduating team members of Team 226. I am black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Whenever the flu or something worse is going around, some people don't get it. They aren't just lucky. Their immune systems are better prepared. Even vaccines don't work if the immune system is weak. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. On my Healthy by Nature show, our expert guests teach you how to build immune strength naturally and feel better, more energetic. Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Freedom 1570. Our sister station is celebrating 20 years on air with a VIP dinner featuring Charlie Kirk and Dennis Prager. Reserve your spot at freedom1570.com. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala is supported by Pro-Life Across America. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. And today, we are talking about change is BS. And by BS, I do not mean that the stuff we step in in the fields out here in Texas. I am talking about belief systems. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system, And our belief systems dictate how we feel about what we do, why we do what we do, uh, and everything else. So, uh, you know, I talk about all the time about how we work and how the mind works and how we create belief systems and how we create change. But, you know, me talking about it is good. But when you can actually listen to people who went through my 48-hour class called Leadership Awakening and came back changed, that's the most powerful thing. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Henry to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Henry? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm in the hands of God, brother, in the hands of God. So uh, I bet your week has been way better this week than last week, right? Oh, yeah, a significant improvement out the door. <laughs> yes, no no comparison. Now, Henry is one of my uh, uh, son Christian's good friends. Matter of fact, my son Christian, uh, almost in every class, has one or two of his friends, so so they're early 20s. And you, your entire group of friends now, Henry, you got you got a lot of graduates around you, don't you? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's a group of five or six now of us who have all been yep. through. And it's really great on those how we all get to talk to each other about it. <laughs> yeah, and you've seen it make huge changes, right? Oh, it's, oh yeah. You've seen it make huge Definitely. changes in your friend's lives, correct? Absolutely. When Miles came so, back, uh, my best friend, he took the class, he's living with me. When he came back, he was completely different. He was so much happier. 
And uh, I got a beautiful letter from Miles' dad that touched my heart, you know, because Miles' dad didn't know anything about what he was going to, and he's a pastor. And uh, Miles' dad said, whatever you did for my son, thank you so much uh, for believing in him, for pouring into him. It said it made a huge impact on his relationship with his dad. And so so you've seen it on the outside, the effect from other people, yeah. Yeah. So now now it was your turn to go. So you got to be honest with me. When the thing got started five minutes into it, uh, were you glad you were there? Were you, is it what you were expected, or, or what were you at five minutes into it? What was going on in your head? You know, I really wasn't sure what to expect. They always told me that it was really intense. So your intensity out the gate was like, okay, that that makes sense. But I was I was still I was sweating, man. <laughs> I was I was like, what what have I really gotten myself into? Am I going to have to do yeah twenty for this man? <laughs> Yeah, it's intense, right? I mean, it, and people hear about intense, but I, I think even though you knew it was intense, you saw from the time that door swings open, we go. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Yes, yes. You hit the go yeah. button right out the door. Yeah, you, you guys are introduced the go button before you ever know what the go button is. So, uh, uh, And I want you to acknowledge this. Yeah, to everybody. Henry, you uh, you were one of those that jumped on board right away. You trusted. It was scary. Weren't sure what you were doing. But it tells me yeah. you got the qualities of a good leader, and you trusted my son. You trusted Miles uh, because you knew there was a reason. You knew people had a great outcome, and you, and you pushed yourself. So I want to acknowledge you for yeah. that. But l- let me ask you, you something, Henry, because, you know, you went in there early on, you know, doing what I asked you out of respect and because you knew that's yeah. what you had to do to get what you wanted. But at some point, a shift takes place. Henry, where it starts making more sense. You know, people see themselves getting into it more. Do you remember where that happened for you? Most definitely it happened uh, after the first full 24 hours. For the first 24 hours, I I was kind of getting a feel, and I I had an idea of the things you had been talking about. Like I had done my own reading on those things, or I'd just been introduced Mm -hmm. to them outside of that. And then after that full 24 hours, when the the real training began, that's when the shift happened. I was like, okay, this is where I'm engaged. This is is where I want to be. This is why I'm here, you know? Yeah. And people don't understand, you know, now that you look back, you can see the the first night I'm really selling you. You know, we call it gaining agreement, you know, because selling is nothing more than gaining agreement for someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God. And and what I was getting you to buy into that this class has value and that you can get whatever change you wanted. So if you think about it, now that you look back, I was really selling you the first night. And that, that that morning that we went in on Friday morning, now what I'm doing is basically, and I use the example analogy that if you buy a kid's toy, you got to unpack it and you got to lay out all the parts and there could be a hundred parts there, but you're supposed to lay it out first to see what you got and then you build. And I said, that first day, what we've been doing is laying out these pieces. I've been introducing you to the six words, the power of your mind and specifically the unconscious mind, the the power base, the diaphragmatic breathing, how we work as as a machine, the body. So I laid all that out and then you're right, after dinner, now we start building and I start now saying everything I told you now I'm gonna let you experience I'm gonna show you this and we did we did some pretty incredible ex- exercises didn't we yeah absolutely they they really showed me how those things when applied correctly could make an impactful yep. dif- difference because before yeah like, I feel like going in I had those pieces laid out I just didn't realize how they fit together and you gave me the like the glue to make sure that they would stick 
So yeah, honestly, those those exercises really opened my eyes up to like what I was capable of. You know. That's a great way to put it. You're right because a lot of people have knowledge, and I call it Jeopardy knowledge. You know, they get eight yeah, degrees yeah. and they don't use them all. But they got all this knowledge. They got all these papers that they can hang on the wall. They got a lot of student debt. They got all this mm-hmm. stuff. But and, yeah. and you study psychology and all that stuff. But but I have a unique way to blend the psychology, the biology, the leadership, and of course, because I'm a man of God, I wrap it in in the Word of God. And so it's yeah. a very unique way, and it makes sense when you're done, right? No, yeah, most definitely. On the other side, it was like this all fits correctly in my brain now like i had the focus and then from there it was like the drive and the vision and then on top of that came the passion because i was excited for what it was and then the trust and the teamwork it it, it all fit like it just stacked right on top of each other and it it it, it gave me a new outlook on life it really did Uh, and how old are you henry i'm 21 yeah, 21 years old. And all these people listening right now to have a new outlook on life. I got to tell you, um, first of all, I would not want to be 21 again. In all fairness, this world's pretty screwed <laughs> up. Uh, number two, but if I was 21, I would want the knowledge and the information that you have right now. Uh, because you can do some great things with it. And, and you know, this could change, Henry, because, you know, as, as, as you move on and you, you see other things and learn other things. But right now, you know, a week removed from class, what would you say is the biggest benefit, Henry, the biggest takeaway you feel you've gotten from the class so far? For me, it's the, the focus. I had a lot of uh, self-doubt I, that I didn't even realize I had. And mm-hmm. my belief system had become so like grayed out and fuzzy and I it, it made me very apathetic but after this it, it was like a, like a kick like a kick into the chest or something I was like whoa whoa I need to I need to realign this I need to do a little work and like focus in on who I want to be and where I want to go and from that like just having that like has already made um working easier like at my job it's high intensity we're moving around a bunch uh and it's really hard to maintain fo- focus but in the aftermath of this class, like I, I don't feel overwhelmed in that sense where I, I know what I'm doing. I have a task at hand and I can accomplish it, you know? Oh, wow, that's so cool. And I deal with all three parts of the human being. I deal with the 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 the, the physical part of the body because the body is a machine like a vehicle is. And then yeah. the mind, and the mind, you know, runs the machine, you know, the battles in the mind. But we also deal with the spirit. So we deal with all three pieces, and, and we call those HBS. And do you know what HBS stands for, Henry? <laughs> body and soul. <laughs> That's right. Heart, body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body. If I take away your soul, what's left, right? Yeah. Nothing. Amen. Amen. So what have you noticed about yourself different this week? I know you've noticed at work. Have you noticed it different in your relationships as you're interacting with people? What have you noticed different? You know what's funny is it was either the first or the second night I came back. Um, I have a lot of people that come over into my room. My cousins come over. Miles was living with me, and then I have two siblings. And so we're all in my room, and we're, like, playing a game or something or watching something. I forget. But my sister came in, and she wanted to sit next to me on my bed. I was like, yeah, sure, come over. And she's 12. And I love her to death, but I haven't been able, I don't know, to get her to open up especially well. But I sat down, and she was just kind of saying some things. And rather than just kind of, like, joking with her and stuff like that, I told myself, no, we need to, we need to listen to her and 
just by sitting there and really hearing her, she she opened up to me in a way that she hadn't before. And I learned of these inner conflicts she had and these anxieties and these things that she was really excited for. And I was like, I was able to like make a really, really strong connection with her. It, it was, it was amazing. Wow. Like literally a day or two outside of the class and I'm already seeing like amazing results. Yeah. And it wasn't even something you intended to do. It was just happening. You were acting different yeah. and connecting with her. That's so cool. And again, it's because of the way we do the class. It's very intense. And, uh, you know, I, I want to thank you for trusting Henry and for trusting Christian. It means a lot to me. You were one of my leaders in class. And, and I believe that God has great plans for you. And he's got some great things. So, you know, I'm here for you. You know, I send you the I send you the Word of God every day. You know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you uh-huh. text me and I respond. So, yep. And they're good stuff, right? So I'm here oh, yeah. to walk with you. I would never I would never give you what I give you and then leave you alone. So uh, God bless you, Henry. I appreciate you so much and uh, look forward to our God. journey as we walk together. Absolutely. All right, buddy. God bless you. You All as right, well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you got to deal with the whole person. And there's trainings out there that deal with uh, self-talk. There's trainings out there that deal with the, uh, how you can do this with your body or that with your body or spiritual. But I deal with the whole thing, the heart, the body, and the soul, because we call that a complete training. So I am Black. We'll be right back. all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. This is a place where we teach people to live life like it matters. And I always love the week after class because I get to have some uh, recent grads come on the phone and share with you their experience. You know, I've been doing my training for 30 years. I've been doing this radio show for six years. Uh, And I think some people have heard it so often they think we're making it up. And that's why I like to have graduates come on just to share their own personal experience. So uh, let's go back to the phone lines and let's uh, let's welcome Bruno to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Bruno? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Scott. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So, Bruno, uh, what you're 24 years old, right, Bruno? Yep, that's correct. Uh, I said 24 and a half when, awesome. we, uh, when, we, when you asked me the first uh, time. Yeah, 24 and a half. It reminded <laughs> me of my son, Beniah. How old are you, Beniah? Six. No, I'm six and a half. And so <laughs> that's how we know how young uh, uh, Bruno is. He's still adding the half years. Bruno, when you get over 40... Uh, you start dropping the halves, and you start actually lo- fidgeting a little bit down. So uh, you got some time to do that, brother. You got some time. Oh, so now you work for. Yeah, you'll start riding at the quarters. There you go. Now you work for my good friend uh, Mike Rhodes at EcoTint in Las Vegas, correct? Yep, that's correct. Awesome. Now you've seen. Uh, A lot of people come back from this training because I think over the last about six months, Mike sent one to two people uh, every class. So so you saw people come back. So what was your thoughts on the outside as you're watching people come back about Leadership Awakening? Were Were you having positive thoughts, negative thoughts? What were you thinking as you saw people come back? Well, you know, when I saw some of my coworkers come back in from, uh, back to work, you know, minus them losing their voice for a little bit, uh, what I saw is that they really did change, but for them, I think uh, certain people who went really did have some demons within them. But with me, I wasn't too sure. I felt kind of unsure, you know, what was I going to really get out of this personally? So when I was going into yeah. it, you know, I was completely going in with a, you know, a couple of question marks. Yeah, well, that, that's a good point because people think that our class is a fix-it class. Now, it can be used that way. So I can take someone that's broken and put them a good foundation. The problem is with those people, keeping it going is going to be really hard because they don't have the foundation. But, yeah, I do get, I am used sometimes as a Mr. Fix-It class, uh, and that's good, but you need to have the foundation in place. But really, Bruno, uh, it works much better for people like you, people like you that are already doing th- some things well but want the next level that want to do them better. That's actually what this class was written for. People that aren't broken, uh, where they're falling apart, it'll help them. But it really is actually, I, I wrote this for people that are doing pretty good by most people's standards, 
but want more, want that next level. So, so you got to tell me five minutes into it. You know, once we get started and we're going uh, with your perception already, what what was going on? Did you was it what you expected? Were you turned off? Were you excited? I mean, what was going through your head five minutes into it? Uh, originally, I was a little bit surprised, but um, at first, I felt like I was kind of understanding, like, oh, okay, I know a little bit about you know cognitive behavioral therapy. I kind of get what this is, but it's a lot different from you know understanding something than really experiencing it. And so when I actually yeah. came to the first five minutes, it's it's really a lot different from what you know somebody comprehends beforehand. Yeah, and and I do my best to get you out of here. You're a thinker, you know this, Bruno. Uh, you're a thinker. <laughs> uh, you're in your head a lot. You're processing a lot. And so one thing I work to do is get you out of your head because. And so I I I, I throw you off. It's it's not your typical training where we say, hey, we're going to work on leadership now, or we're going to work on communication, or we're going to work on team building. Uh, a matter of fact, I put a lot of things in place to get you out of your head so we can work on your head, and then we I would say we can put you back in. Let me ask you: Was there was there a shift at some point that took place where where the training started making more sense? Where you found yourself getting into it more? Did you did you notice any point where there was a shift like that? I think there was about two points within it. So I think after the first day, I was finally kind of you know feel like I was saying to myself like, okay, I think I know where I'm focusing on. And I think after the end of that second day, there was a you know an obvious up and down, like just like in life. And then by the time comes yeah. second uh, the third day. I was really unsure, but then I yeah. think I finally found really I was focused on what I was trying to find, you know. Yep. And, and the cool thing was you are probably the perfect example because there were some peaks and some valleys, and there was a you know a thing that happened that brought you down and a thing that happened that brought you up. But I always say that is life. It is that undulating line. It has peaks and valleys, and, and the best example is the heartbeat. You know, when you hook yourself up to an EKG machine to see the rise and the fall, that systolic and the diastolic, that that really is life. And you had a, a, a pretty intense one in the class. And, and I want you to know, you know, you were committed and you're a good man uh, and you and I have different beliefs you know I uh, you know uh, I share a lot of my faith and uh, that is not a religious mm-hmm. class it's not a Christian class but uh, yeah, the man leading it is a man of God and so uh, I always apologize in class say sorry I don't mean to talk about God so much but you know I've, in my mind it, uh, you know when I'm talking about something there's a lot of things that connect for me and that's one of them but uh, uh, it's not for that I have a lot of people that don't believe in God who are atheists who are I got a lot of Muslims, a lot of Muslim friends. I got a lot of Jewish friends, and uh, they're the same way. They're not really interested in all that other stuff. And so I, I, I thank you for giving me the leeway to to talk about what is important to me as I allow everybody else to talk about what's important to them. That's a, That shows you the character of a man you are. You're a good man. And uh, let me ask you, if you had to pinpoint something right now, what would you say is the biggest benefit so far, the biggest takeaway you from the class so far? So far, I think I finally, uh, you know, it's, it was sort of a kind of awkward point in my life when I was uh, going into it. And it was kind of a point where I feel like I was, you know, I was feeling like I was pushing my family away. And I think what I got the best out of it, mm-hmm. it was is that, you know, it allowed me to be a lot more open and made me realize, you know, instead of so, sort of like these immediate wants that I had, I kind of realized that the stuff I was looking for is kind of right in front of me, which was my family. Oh, wow. So it really had a huge impact on your connection with those closest to you. Yeah. Very cool. Let me ask you, what have you noticed different about yourself? Have you noticed yourself responding different or doing things different? What have you noticed? 
Uh, well, I mean, obviously, when I, you know, I'm back, you know, after uh, what was like a week after that, <laughs> two, 20 weeks after that, uh, the program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know uh, the routine, you know, is always say the same. You always go through a work routine and, you know, wake up, you know, pr- you know, prepare yourself, whatever, lunch, dinner, whatnot. But it's a mindset. It's a sort of a difference in mindset. So although the routine may be the same, it's all about how you approach certain stuff. So I think previously when I was approaching stuff a little bit pessimistically or nihilistically, I was approaching a lot more now optimistically with a much more leveled head and much more, you know, much more focused on what's important. Yeah. No, and I think that's really a big deal, uh, absolutely a big deal, because we can be, I like the word nihilistic. Uh, we come in there with uh, our preconceived notions, and sometimes it might be a little negative or it might be a little whatever, based on other people, based on our past, our past history, you know. Unfortunately, we all bring a past with us. Uh, and uh, now, any difference, you know, people that have been through this training as you went back, have you had a chance to connect with them? Yeah, with my coworkers, and we were able to you know share our little fun stories between each other. And um, I think you know now we're able to understand you know between the shared experience, you know, be a little more open, especially at the workplace. Yeah, and uh, how long have you worked with uh, um, uh, the EcoTent? How long have you been an employee there? I believe it's been around three to four years. I haven't been really keeping track, but it's been a while. Yeah, and I want you to know, uh, Mike Rhodes thinks the world of you. Mike Rhodes uh, thinks you're a great man, uh, thinks a lot higher than you than I think you realize. And uh, when he told me about you, he, he said, man, you're going to love uh, you're going to love Bruno. And so I want you to know I deal with people from all walks of life, all income levels. Some people have uh, say they have my belief system. Some people don't. But I want you to know I think the world of you, Bruno, and uh, you're a good man. you got a good heart, uh, and uh, you got great things in front of you. And so I appreciate you taking time. I know there's a lot going on, and I appreciate your uh, your grace and mercy. Uh, and if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out to me at any time, okay, my friend? Yeah, and I appreciate you for you know, helping me kind of guide me along this sort of journey, helping me kind of see what path, you know, I should, you know, personally, I should really take. Yeah. Well, and again, I'm here. Uh, you, this will not be the last time you and I talk unless you don't take my phone calls. That's the only way. It's <laughs> the last time you guys, you and I talk, all right? <laughs> all right, Bruno. Give my best to everybody, and uh, uh, God bless you. Have a great day, okay, my friend? Yeah, take care. All right, buddy. You know, ladies and gentlemen, change. You know, there's a saying that we have in NLP that uh, um, NLP only works in the presence of desire. Uh, It's the old saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And that really is the key with change. You know, you can't change someone that doesn't want to be changed. Uh, They've got to desire it. you got to want it. And part of my obstacle, if you will, uh, that I have to deal with early on is i got to get people in touch with their why. Uh, Because, you know, the the purpose-driven life is not just a book. Uh, it's a way to live your life. Uh, and it was Nietzsche. I don't care for who Nietzsche was. Uh, Hitler liked him and he hated God. But Nietzsche has one of my favorite quotes. It says, he who has a why can bear almost any how. And I ask people over and over, why are you here? And I said, not in this classroom, but why are you on this planet? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? And then I transition that from what do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to be uncomfortable for two and a half days? 
What do you want so bad that you want to give heart, body, and soul to a process that is unique and to a man that you don't know? And see, once people get in touch with that why, everything changes. And I'm going to suggest uh, the same thing happens in our lives. You know, people ask me all the time, uh, when does a uh, drug addict change? And I say when they hit rock bottom. And then they ask me, well, what's rock bottom? And I go, rock bottom is, is when the pain gets so great that they're willing to do something different. Because there's really, when you get down to it, two driving forces in life. You're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. It's either the desire for pleasure or the avoidance of pain. And so today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about change is BS. And by BS, I don't mean cow pies. I mean belief systems. I am black, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are back to living your life like it matters. That is the name of our new bi-weekly podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, please uh, just search for Living Life Like It Matters. Uh, and every Monday and Thursday, we drop a new program. Mondays are story time with Mr. Black. Got some music playing, got some a nice uh, moral, uh, morale uh, um, message, if you will, a little Aesop fable-ish, if you will. Uh, and then also, for those that I uh, got a couple texts every once in a while, what's the way of the warrior? The way of warrior is for those of you that are spiritually minded. You know, we were talking to Bruno, and uh, uh, Bruno at some point in the class, uh, you know, um, said that, well, I, I didn't know I was going to a, a Christian class. And I said, Bruno, this is not a Christian class. Uh, the, my my class doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, there's no single scripture in my manual that I wrote 30 years ago. But with that said, the man leading it uh, is a child of God. And so from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, the Bible says. Uh, and I do want to deal with that spiritual part, because even uh, if you don't believe in the God of the Bible, uh, people believe that we're, there's a bigger force out there. Um, AA, you know, talks about the higher power. Uh, there has to be something above us. And, and again, this is not a feeling. This is not some personal opinion. This is, this is logically based. Uh, Dr. Robert Diltz, uh, one of my uh, teachers in neurolinguistic program, NLP, came up with something called the logical levels. And you've heard me talk about these before. Um, from the psychological point of view, there are six levels that human beings work with most often. In each of these levels, there are a structure of belief systems. And the interesting thing about the logical levels, you know, Einstein, who was a pretty smart guy, uh, made a, has a quote that I never really understood. I uh, liked it, but I didn't understand what it mean. He said, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And that, that just sounds strange. It sounds cool. But it sounds strange. So what does that mean? See, to me, that's just that's just knowledge. That's Jeopardy knowledge. For me to know that and not be able to apply it is a waste of my time and waste of my RAM, random access memory. Uh, and so it's the logical levels that showed me. And there are six levels uh, from the bottom up. The bottom up, it's environment at the very bottom. Right above that is behaviors. Right above that is capabilities. Right above that is beliefs and values. Uh, right above that is identity. And right above that is spirit. Now, why this matters is for the longest time, there were only five levels. For the longest time, it stopped at identity. And I'll tell you clearly why. Uh, because NLP is all about uh, structure of experience, subjective experience. NLP is about patterns. NLP is about quantification. To me, NLP is the owner's manual to the human experience. 
and so uh, that's why it's important. And, and a lot of these people in NLP, Binder, Grant, uh, Grander, Granders, or his name, Bindler, I think is his name, all the forerunners of NLP, these are liberals. These are uh, uh, most of them don't believe in God or don't believe in the God of the Bible. They might be believe in some other type of God. And so they didn't have a place for God because you can't quantify God. You can't put him in a box. Uh, and so um, they, they stopped at identity as the top. But as they did more and more work, they realized they had to have something above identity. Why? Because you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. If the top level is identity, and most times we, the issue that we have is with ourselves, you know, I, I share the, my traumatic childhood. And when my dad stopped beating on me at 16, when he punched on me one last time and I didn't get, you know, shut down because I was playing football, he got so angry, he told me to get the, you know, blank out of his house. Uh, free at last, free at last. But when I left there, guess what? He no longer abused me, but guess who took over? I did. I kept running the tapes. I kept running the programs. We talk about those programs. Programs are a series of belief systems. You know, I don't speak well in public. That's called a belief system. Uh, I need eight hours of sleep to function. That's called a belief system. If I don't get A, then uh, it's not a good day. That's called a belief system. Uh, If uh, I give a speech and people realize I'm not that smart, then they're going to mock me, humiliate me. It's called fear of rejection. You see how that works? Uh, and so we've got to scratch those CDs because we are self-fulfilling prophecies. And these belief systems, as they play, they're kind of like audio tapes or like songs. They play what we believe is what we listen to over and over and over. And we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Think about that. And your mind is six times faster than you can talk. And we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. So majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level. See, when you add all that together, you know what it tells me? I'm schizophrenic and so am I. That's what it tells me. I mean, you want to hear that again? I'm schizophrenic and so am I. Now, I'm not downplaying mental health. I'm not downplaying schizophrenia. What I'm saying is if other people said and did to me, What I allow in my head, I'd never tolerate that. I'd never let people talk to me that way. But yet we allow ourselves to do that self-talk. See, whenever we're talking about communication, we got to talk about two types. There's intrapersonal and there's interpersonal. And most people who go to communication training go to interpersonal training, where I take a training where I can talk better to Lee, or I can do conflict resolution, or I can sell bigger products and bigger price tags to other people. That's what most people think about communication. But I'm going to suggest to you that intrapersonal communication, the way we talk to ourselves, really dictates the interpersonal communication because it's the frame, it's the filter. And so you got to understand that we're dealing with beliefs that are on six levels. See, the basic level is our environment, our external constraints. And we operate on that environment through our behavior. Our behavior is guided by our mental maps and our strategies, which then define our capabilities. And these capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. Beliefs are organized by identity. 
and your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit. In other words, why are you here? See, that, that top level spirit gives us meaning. The identity is all about who we are. The beliefs and values are about why we do what we do. The capabilities are about how we do what we do. The behaviors are what we do about what we believe. You got my point? And the environment is the stage, right? It's the where and the when. So in this is the five W's of journalism, right? Who, what, where, when, and why, right? If you're going to tell a story, you've got to know the five W's of journalism. And that story is your life. It's scripted. And in that scripting, we create belief systems about ourselves. And this is where you go full circle. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And once we tell ourselves something over and over and over, like if I tell myself a thousand times over and over and over that I don't speak well in public, I don't speak well in public, I don't speak well in public, guess what happens? It then becomes manifested in a, a, a massive fear. And a big fear becomes what we call a wall, a block to leadership. And what happens is before we're even on our own, we are so insulated. We are so surrounded by these walls that we put up. Because when we're little kids, we don't have these walls. But what happens is we get beaten down. We get abandoned. Someone says, I do, and you found out they don't. Someone said, trust me, and you wish you never would have. People in your life that were supposed to protect you and guide you and grow you are now using you, are now damaging you, are now uh, being mean to you, and you're creating belief systems from all that. And again, well done, soldier. But the war's over. Taking it back for the first segment of this radio show, that you're still fighting a war. Most people are still fighting a battle. That ended a long time ago, but yet the same belief systems that got them to survive through that traumatic experience are still running. And that's why we need to live and examine life. That's why we need, uh, Paul said that, to, to a life that's, uh, what is it, Aristotle, a life that's not examined is not worth living. And even Paul says that, you know, examine yourself to see if you're still in the faith. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is a two and a half day mental vacation. Life gets busy. We're pulled and prodded in so many different directions. We got to take care of the kids. We got to take care of the work. We got to take care of the boss. We got to take care of our parents. We got to take care of the pets. We got to take care of the house. We got to take care of the IRS. Well, who takes care of you? If you're running around taking care of all this other stuff, what about you? And that's why Leadership Awakening is two and a half day mental vacation for you to live and examine life. For you to take a look and ask the important questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one minute that I was given the gift of life? You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. You owe the IRS back taxes? Then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS 
IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results. Having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients, get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Ringing liberty and truth. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.